Welcome everyone to The Creative Entrepreneur. Today we have a great guest. We're going to be talking about design. You don't want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur, a podcast created to help entrepreneurs build their business. Branding, marketing, analytics, positioning, and lead generation. Plus, interviews with other business owners to learn from their successes and failures. Now, here is your host, Abel Garza. Welcome back, everyone, to The Creative Entrepreneur. And today we have Supriya Mira. How are you doing today? Good, great. How are you, Abel? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. You know, I'm really excited to have you on the show today because we get to talk about design. It's not uh, unfamiliar for a lot of people to talk about design, but... I really want to delve into how you started your business. So why don't you start out by giving me a little bit of information of, as to who you are, what you do, how you help your customers. Sure, absolutely. So my company is called Design Mantra. Uh, we create uh, simple yet very sophisticated designs uh, for our wedding as well as corporate clients. Um, I started this company back in 2009 after um, falling in love with designing of my own wedding, it was. I've always had a knack um, of designing uh, since I was a little kid. But, uh, you know, long story short, I started pursuing career in uh, finance. I'm a professional CPA. Um, so from 2009 to 2016, this was just a side, not even a hustle, but more of a hobby. Okay, I'm having fun with this. Let me do a few weddings here and there and get some extra uh, cash um, going. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, so things shifted slightly in 2016. I had a young family, I had two little kids, and uh, I felt that corporate wasn't the direction I wanted to be in um, full time. And I did want to pursue design and uh, run uh, a business out of it as a creative entrepreneur. So I took this full time in 2016. I had two little kids under two at that time. And having a third one, growing this one was uh, definitely a very challenging uh, task. Um, long story short, it's been three years. We've been going pretty strong full time for the last three, three and a half years. And the hustle was there. It wasn't easy at all. Like we all think that, oh, you know, I'll just open up to universe and things will start coming in. It <laughs> does not happen that way. Let me tell you that. <laughs> no, I totally get it. You know, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start a business. Let's just see if they all come in. And, you know, it's just, I start a website. Let's just wait by the phone and see what happens. You there know? <laughs> you go. My friend. So, yes, you're, you so you're out there in Canada, right? Yeah. You're out there in, in, in Toronto. Toronto. Yes. Uh, so I'm always curious to know how the the fight where I should see the economy is in that area, because a lot of the photographers that I know in that area do really well. And, uh, you know, like the just the, the businesses out there, how are they? Are they prolific? So uh, here's my take on it. Um Every business or industry obviously has its own challenges. Wedding or event industry is great. Um, obviously, in the U.S., it's much bigger scope. Of, you know, there's much more demand. Every city is probably the size of Toronto, or if not even more. Um, I think the initial struggle came to identify who is my ideal client. Like, who am I targeting? Is it high end? Is it low, no frills kind of budget? Or is it somebody who wants 
something beautiful, but don't want to overspend or go nuts spending, you know, crazy $30,000, $50,000 just worth on decor itself. So I think that's where the initial struggle comes is really niching it down to figuring out who is your ideal client. Absolutely. Um, So economy wise, you know, it is good. It is healthy. Uh, what I do find is it's pretty seasonal. Um, you know, it's we're strictly busy from May until end of October. Now the season is spreading out a little bit when you have those budget brides who want something, you know, going from November to March, who mm-hmm. don't want to spend too much, who are a little bit more budget conscious. So it's okay during those off, uh, you know, season as well. And that's where we pick up our corporate clientele. November, December is usually getting busier with our holiday events, charity galas in January, February, March timeframe, right? Um, so that's how we try to um, take away from that seasonality that strictly working in wedding industry comes unfortunately with. Yeah, it's super important to know who your customer is. I mean, having that yeah. niche market and understanding where to target your market. And there's such a wide scope of, there's such a wide area of market that you can tap into. You know, there's business, there's market, though I should say there's business, there's, uh, you know, you can tap into individuals, uh, weddings, whatever, you know, just w- with Absolutely. regard to events. And so, Knowing your your target market, knowing how to hone in is is super important. What do I need to start? What are the top three things that I need to start a design business? Uh, Definitely an open mind, Um, you know, ready to try different things and be open about it and learn from, uh, you know, your mistakes or if you're fallen somewhere okay what can I learn out of this which is I think pretty generic when it comes down to business but um, having a little bit better understanding like what's your style when you come to uh, when it comes to design like who are you trying to uh, help like where are you adding some value Uh, what kind of you know um, things aspire you when it comes to design um, in specific design terms, it can be even building from scratch that, you know what, I want to create this event from scratch in the sense I'll be sourcing everything, everything will be custom, um, and uh, the client will come with, with an idea, and I'm going to elaborate or work on it and work with their, um, you know, whatever their preconditions are, basically, and come up with the game plan. So that's one way to go. Another direction might be, no, here are some pieces that I have, uh, which are are pretty functional in many different ways and uh, I will be creative just with this specific inventory and I'm gonna create magic just with what I have you know uh, mm-hmm. in front of me um, so I think understanding which direction you're going will be huge um, secondly another thing will be really track number of hours along with the investments that you're making from day one, because that will eventually get as a habit. And, you know, you really need to understand how much profit you're making on each of these clients. So you can pivot along the way, you can make adjustments along the way. And profitability, again, should be um, key when you're looking at the numbers, right? Uh, the, num- the sales number might look huge, 
But when you see that, okay, I had to hire a graphic designer, I had to hire this person or source that material, profitability at the end of the day might be even just 5%, which might not be even worth to take that, you know, to, to make that decision. But initially to build your portfolio, to get into the door, it's okay. And it, it's fine to, you know, to do that. Uh, my other recommendation would be reach out to the other designers that you look up to. Um, a lot of times you're hesitant and you're always thinking, oh, what if I, you know, uh, ask this question and or reach out to them, they're going to be... Um, they're not going to help out. That's not the case. I think look up to mentors, uh, find people who inspire you, reach out to them and tell them that you do admire their work and take them out for coffee or a lunch date and pick their brain. Um, some of them, you know, are established for 20, 25 years. And I did that initially. Like I really uh, had a list of people who I wanted to reach out and I still do. I continue to flourish those relationships and uh, see that, you know, maybe in the future, I'm able to provide them some kind of value. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have some kind of mentor in the industry who absolutely. you look up to, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. So know where you want to go. Know, know what you want to do. Know where you want to go. Network. Keep track of all your expenses to know your profitability and find yourself uh, a network or resources to to uh, build your business uh, through networking, events, Absolutely. mentorship, anything like that. Great, Absolutely. great, great, great information. Uh, how much did you start out with? Like, did you uh, bootstrap it or did, did you get a loan or you said, you know what the hell, let's just, uh, let's just utilize the resources that we have and just start calling people. Yeah. I uh, started it with a $10,000 line of credit basically and uh, that was it. I bought a little bit of inventory. Um, when I, in 2009, when it was a side hustle, I started with $0. Like there was no investment uh, that I had made. Uh, how I stepped into the inventory is as soon as I published it to my friends and family, let them know that this is what I'm doing. Uh, they were my guinea pigs. As soon as I got a deposit or the money coming in, that's when I, you know, bought the equipment or whatever material I needed in order to. And so this, this side hustle, uh, this side hustle, it was building for how long? Uh, I would say good six years. So you were building good for six years. years and you generate, you, you're generating some income and you built your inventory. Right. And so you had at least a little bit of inventory before you, you invested the 10,000. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So in That's addition right. to the, the small inventory that you had, you threw down 10,000, well, 10,000 in credit, which is fine. Same thing using yes. other people's money, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. you threw down $10,000. So overall, Six years. How, how can how can I uh, expedite that? How can I expedite those six years of inventory uh, to to get to the point where you're at? Definitely network as much as possible. Go out there, meet as many people as you can in the in the industry. Uh, get your word. Uh, try to connect people through even you know doing style shoots and stuff like that so oh, that's interesting uh, that's how uh you know you'll get a little bit more 
uh, name out there. People will get to recognize you because nobody wants to work with a newbie if they don't have a portfolio under their belt. So I would say invest your time in terms of creativity and come up with concepts, reach out to the people who you look up to and do it. Like I've done style shoots using stuff from Ikea or Home Depot and literally return that stuff in a couple of days. Right. So it, We're not telling anybody that. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody that. Not at all. But, you know, here's the thing about the design and creativity that use your creative efforts. Like if you're um, all hands on, create something mm-hmm. uh, by yourself or uh, get somebody in your family who can assist you do that. But just get out, reach out to people, network. Um, there is uh, in any business, I think networking is the key. It's like, I met so many planners in the initial stages yeah. just to get that relationship going, giving them value that, you know, sending them clients, uh, or if I knew anybody in my circle who needed some kind of venue, so starting building those relationships, oh, I know this menu, I can connect you to them. That's when the magic starts happening. Exactly. When you help other people, that's when they see your value. And that's when, you know, the trust starts to build in and kick in and all that. You still have to do a lot of legwork. Don't get me wrong. You still have to be creative in terms of what you have to offer and uh, provide some kind of value to your clients, obviously. Um, and then take it from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, so you have a spectrum of of customers that you're targeting. And I guess initially you targeted one particular type of customer, right? Am I correct by saying, or did you just, did you just shotgun your marketing and say, you know, let's see, let's see who bites. Exactly. (laughs) I I literally threw some spaghetti on the wall and then saw, okay, who can stick to this? Okay. Yeah. So who was your, who's your primary target? Initially, so initially it was strictly South Asian uh, couples getting married uh, within, you know, a couple of suburbs in, near Toronto itself, uh, who had certain amount of budget, but you know, decor was not a big thing for them because I knew like a high budget client would not want to experiment with me at that point. So uh, that's who the initial clientele or, um, or you know people who I was targeting at. Now it's completely different. Now I know that uh, my market are, uh, is uh, more professional. It's usually one could be South Asian, another person is usually from some other ethnicity. Uh, they have a decent amount of budget. They want something simple, yet something very beautiful that has a lot of details involved in it. Um, you know, starting from your invitations down to uh, creating a whole storyboard with them. They're looking for that kind of expertise that somebody will bring on board basically. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So how are you targeting right now? Like how are you leading, um, how are you generating these leads? Yeah. So um, I have invested a little bit uh, in a good website, uh, SEO. I, you know, do, I try to do regular blogs and uh, networking definitely with the right vendors who I feel uh, are, are having my target audience. Uh, it can be planner, it can be photographers, even the venues, um, working with different venues that I know that we have done a lot of good weddings in the past, uh, collaborating with them in either style shoots or their open houses. Um, also being in touch with my past clients who were my ideal clients 
know, taking them out for coffee or being in regular touch with them. Um, networking, again, I try to reach out uh, different planners who probably I haven't worked with, but I know uh, there will be some good relationship going in future. Um, take them out for a coffee, lunch, just seeing how their business is going and, you know, sharing some of uh, my thoughts or uh, just having a general discussion, getting that relationship going. So what are some of the challenges that you face right now? Um, initially, when I started, it was definitely getting even understanding who's my target audience, like I said earlier, was my biggest challenge. I think I was uh, really trying to target everybody, but nobody was kind of uh, sticking to what I had to say. Uh, now that I have figured that out, um, it's much better. Um, sometimes it's uh, really getting to explain the value that you're bringing on board is sometimes a challenge, I'll be honest. Uh, but over the months, you know, that's getting better as well. Um, it's just, I would honestly say keeping that balance, sometimes being an entrepreneur and also uh, running the house, minding the kids, sometimes creating that boundary in the business is, is very difficult because all you're thinking is about your baby, about your business. Yeah. There is very little time when your brain kind of shuts off and not think about business. It, I think that's the biggest challenge that getting the brain to shut off and <laughs> just uh, taking your time in terms of personal, um, you know, self-care is, yeah. is definitely a challenge when you're running a business of our sort. So, okay. So we got the know where, where you want to go, like, know where, what direction you want to go, know who to target, network your business. You need about a $10,000 investment and balance your time for sure, like personal and business. But I want to know, I want to go back a little bit and I want to know what you spent that $10,000 on, or did you spend it over the course of, uh, uh, you know, over the course of your, or the trajectory of your business? Did you use it all at one time or did you take little chunks in, in of that 10,000? I gradually used it. It wasn't used all in one go. Initially, I got it uh, to do some marketing, do some bridal shows. Um, so it was spent for branding purposes to get the word out there, uh, get a lit, little bit more traction. Um then eventually it was over to get some inventory in place, uh, spend some money on a basic website, some logo designing, uh, again, marketing and advertisement is uh, where I had spent uh, rest of it. Awesome. Uh, you know, just being able to understand where that money goes and how much we need to invest in, to start this business is a huge value. Or if you, for a lot of people who want to get into this business, you know, knowing your target market, knowing that you need to network your business to, to, to brand yourself and, and getting those leads. Um, what are some of the habits that you're doing right now that you feel contribute to your success? Yeah. So I definitely follow a very strict morning routine uh, where, you know, I typically wake up around 5, 5.30, somewhere in between that, and uh, read some material, uh, you know, on business or self-development uh, for a good 20 minutes to half an hour, a few pages. Uh, I do journal my gratitude um, 
thoughts about, uh, you know, what's working, what's not, and uh, just daily goal journaling as well. So I can bring uh, that mental state in my mind and be more productive during the day. Um, so that's my morning routine. I think that has really helped me uh, take a lot of noise out from, from my day. Um, do you, you do know, you as, write everything down and then what do you don't accomplish? Move over to the next day. Is that how you do it? Yeah. So I journal everything down um, and then uh, review my calendar basically at the same time that, okay, is this serving my goal? Is this activity going to serve my goal or not? And then, you know, critique my calendar for a few minutes and, you know, then make changes accordingly. Do you, pri do you prioritize those the right there and then? Or do you just say, uh, we'll just throw them all together and see what I get accomplished? Um, I'd say 75% of it, I'm pretty sure that this needs to be done in order to, you know, take the business forward. Rest 25 to 30%, I have a little bit more flexibility on that. Okay, if I can't achieve it today based on my schedule, then it can, you know, go over to next day, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I don't kill myself over, over that. So um, one of the things that we as entrepreneurs have a challenge with is building a team. Do you currently have yes. a team? Um, I am blessed that I definitely have a great team that I was able to uh, put in place. So initially when I started the business, uh, which was a side hobby, at that time I was literally doing everything from meeting the clients, doing the sales, um, and uh, even up to the point of setting everything up you know, with obviously fun, uh, with help of my family, uh, my husband used to come and my brother, I used to take, you know, we used to use our small car to shove everything in and we used to go and do all our setups. But uh, over the years, I've been able to have a strong team with like great drapers, great full designers in team, uh, even design assistants who are there on the day off. They are executing, they're making sure that all the details have been taken care of. Um, and I do have an admin assistant who would, you know, go through all my contracts. If uh, there is any automated marketing material needs to go out, I'll take a look at it, revise it. And then she will be the one publishing and everything like that. All the smaller stuff, you know, she'll take care of. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really blessed to have been able to develop a strong team. That's amazing. And, and that's a great it's a great way to expand and, and scale your business. How did you find these people? I mean, did you go on to a freelancer.com? Did you go to a, a, an area to where you just put the information out there and said, who's interested in design? How can I, you know, how can you help contribute to my business or my goals? Some of the questions that I would have is where to find these people, where to find quality people to help build your business. I'd say I've been very blessed in finding them through my circle in the sense I would tell my family and friends, I would tell other vendors, um, I would post it on Instagram and Facebook um, and just do within my community, okay, this is what we are looking for. This is who we are looking for. Uh, and once I was able to get two people, it was just a referral from there. Okay, do you know anybody who can help us, you know, say, for example, driving a truck or loading and a draper. So it was really through my own community that I was able to find I've tried indeed, 
um, and a couple of other job sites in the past. Somehow it hasn't worked for me. Um, they would work for, you know, a couple of days and then just go. So these are full time. Um, they're not, they're not people who are part time or they are freelancers. Yeah. Freelancers. So they would be, they would come in, uh, only when we have projects going on since, you know, our work is very seasonal. So mm -hmm. it doesn't, it has never made sense for me in terms of numbers to hire somebody full, uh, full time, at least at this. Is point. that the same with your assistant also? It is with my, but for my assistant, I, we do have regular work even after uh, the non-busy season, because we're still updating our website. Uh, we're still updating our marketing materials. We're still meeting clients for next year. So there's still a lot of work that happens during those off uh, seasons. So for her, uh, we have, you know, a few hours fixed, but it's part-time. So we do have some hours fixed um, every week. So she can focus on that. Uh, but the rest of them are based on the projects, basically. So if we have three projects, I know we need like three different teams for that particular week. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, so usually we like to end the podcasts with three words of wisdom or rules that you live by. Do you have any of those right now? Yep, sure. Uh, one is events in general can be challenging. Um, so definitely know your numbers, like know where your time is being spent, understand your ROI, understand which channel is best suitable for you. Um, track down even by project if you if you can i think it should be mandatory because every event is different you really learn from each and every event and document those and try to implement a better strategy from what you have learned going forward um i think that's one piece of advice second would be personal development that's a key you should definitely dedicate at least 45 minutes to an hour on daily basis on personal development. It could be reading books. It can be listening to podcasts. It can be um, just having a date with your mentor or somebody who you look up to. That's another piece of advice. Uh, third is challenge yourself. Uh, challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, where I failed initially was I just trusted or uh, oh yeah, my website is that, you know, it's done. That's it. Now people will start calling me or I met one planner. Oh yeah, she's going to get me the leads. No, that doesn't happen. Um, you need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to, you know, uh, go out to networking events or social media. If that's the strategy you're using, um, you really need to push yourself uh, out of your comfort zone. And that's where you start seeing results. Absolutely. You know, just getting into the grind, getting out there, meeting people, networking, utilizing your resources, talking to other people, and just even just like you said, learning every day, getting up early, uh, exercise if you if that's what you want to do to get that blood flowing. Yeah. But, you know, getting out there and actually grinding is so important because I've noticed that as a photographer, you need to get out there and get the name out. You need to get out there and start meeting people, finding out what the market is, how the market is going and, and just understanding what people want. And so if you're going to corporate events or wedding events and, and you're a photographer, videographer, screen printer, designer, whatever the case may be, if you're going out there, at least you understand what direction the market is going. You have your finger on the pulse by talking yeah, to people, do. you know, even if you just got on the phone and started talking to a hundred people, you're going to know 
which direction the market is going to go. So that's a yeah. great opportunity to, to understand where you're going to go, what you're going to do. But you really, really need to focus on is what exactly do you want to do? Where do you want to take your business? What type of marketing are you going to do? Uh, know who you're going to target. And of course, you know, in, in your case, you just raised a little bit of money, raised some inventory and, and, you know, utilized those resources and, and invested back into yourself and, and build your business. So it was a great opportunity to, uh, to pick your brain and understand uh, how this design business was built. You've built this business to where it's six figures or more. And it's a, it's been a great, a great podcast. And, you know, podcasting is another great opportunity also to, to, to build that network also. So, so how can our listeners get a hold of you? Um, Yep. So you can uh, shoot me an email at uh, info, I-N-F-O at design, D-E-S-I-G-N, mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A-A dot C-A. Or you can uh, send me a DM at uh, in, in Instagram uh, at Design uh, Mantra. It's uh, D E S I G N Mantra M A N T R A A. Awesome, thank you. There you have it, guys. Uh, great opportunity to meet you and uh, and have you on the show today. Uh, you're an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration to our listeners, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Evo. Awesome. Well, guys, if you haven't done so, please subscribe and check out our website at uh, thecreativeentrepreneur.net. And until next week, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to The Creative Entrepreneur. Please click the show notes for additional information. Want to know more? Click on the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by visiting us at tcepodcast.net. 